Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York City, it's Stephen Welcome you all to The Late Show. I am your host, Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen. You hear that, John? You hear that? Yeah, I hear that. That can only mean one thing. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you live, coast to coast, all around the globe. After episode one of this summer's most compelling drama, the January 6th committee hearings. It's like Stranger Things. We met the monster years ago, and we're pretty sure the Russians are involved. (laughs) And, like the stars of Stranger Things, I have noticeably aged. (laughs) Now, the monster in question is former President Mango Unchained. (laughs) Prior, Prior to these hearings, Republicans tried to claim that tonight was gonna be a nothing burger. They were wrong. It was a juicy double cheeseburger stuffed with burger between two buns made of burger smothered (laughs) in a zesty burger sauce. There was so much burger, they jammed this five pounds of burger in a three pound bag. There was so much burger that they replaced the Capitol Dome with a sesame seed bun. (laughs) It was such a juicy burger that Fox News knew that even their viewers would be tempted to take a bite, which is why, and this is true, for the first hour of his show, opposite the hearings, Tucker Carlson took no commercial breaks. (laughs) Do you understand what that means? Fox News is willing to lose money to keep their viewers from flipping over and accidentally learning information. (laughs) But I'm not surprised. I'm not... That's crazy. That's crazy. Come on, man. 
But I'm, I'm really not surprised. That's the first rule of any cult. Never leave the compound. <laughs> Second rule, present your testicles to the tanning station. <laughs> also based on a true story. Now, we, we've, may, we've heard many of these details before, but it made my heart well with gratitude to see the committee weave them together in a compelling case that January 6th was not a spontaneous gathering of vape-fueled neo-knuckleheads that got out of control. It was, in fact, an attack premeditated by the President of the United States to prevent the peaceful transfer of power for the first time in our nation's history. And first up, committee chairman and man saying, who's got two thumbs and one is my head? <laughs> Benny Thompson. Chairman Thompson kicked off the hearing with a little of his bio. I'm from a part of the country where people justify the actions of slavery, the Ku Klux Klan, and lynching. So you were born on Twitter? <laughs> Thompson spoke about what united the bipartisan members of the committee, as well as Americans everywhere. East Coast, West Coast, and the heartland. All of us have one thing in common. If you fry it, we will eat it. Close to my heart. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thompson played damning footage of one of the former president's toadiest of toadies, former Attorney General Bill Barr. I made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the president was bullshit. Watch your language, toad man. <laughs> you kiss your princess with that mouth? <laughs> then Thompson reminded us just how serious the Capitol riot was. As we provide answers to American people about January 6th, it's important that we remember exactly what took place, that this was no tourist visit to the Capitol. Yes, this was no tourist visit. There were no children. In fact, I'm pretty sure it was all dads who lost custody. <laughs> then... Then it was time for the ranking Republican, Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney, seen here shocked as you are that she's the hero of this story. <laughs> Cheney promised these hearings will bring the receipts. You will see evidence of what motivated this violence. Wow. They have footage of the former president's dad not hugging him? <laughs> then... <laughs> you gotta imagine. You gotta imagine that's part of it. Then Cheney hit the former president where it hurts him, right in the Ivanka. Because they rolled in footage of the first daughter's reaction in her testimony to Barr calling her father, father's charges of election fraud total BS. I respect Attorney General Barr. Um, so I accepted what he said, was saying. That must have been a bittersweet moment for the president. She finally screwed him. <laughs> Keep breathing. Keep breathing. It's going to be a long summer. Cheney, 
Cheney also showed a clip of General Mark Milley explaining that Vice President Pence was the only leader who made any attempt to call for defense of the Capitol that day. There were th uh, two or three calls with Vice President Pence. He was very animated. You know how crazy things have got to be <laughs> for Mike Pence to get very animated? <laughs> normally, normally... Normally, the wildest he gets is wearing khakis with only one pleat. <laughs> then the committee played some never-before-seen footage of the insurrection. And if you need any more proof that the violence was motivated by the former presidents, here's one of the writers quoting him directly. Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or They were reading his tweets directly as they stormed the Capitol. The only way he could be directing them more is if he had sent them over IKEA instructions for the gallows. <laughs> Hangman pens. Hangman pens. Now, and here's the dealio. Here's the thing, my friends. Yeah. Here's the thing. That's not far from the truth, as Cheney explained. And aware of the rioters' chance to hang Mike Pence, the president responded with this sentiment, quote, maybe our supporters have the right idea. Mike Pence, quote, deserves it. Wow. That's a hell of a reward for Pence's four years of boot-licking loyalty. <laughs> it's like you're retiring and your boss gives you a gold watch with the inscription, you ticked me off, time to meet Jesus. <laughs> then... Then we got to hear from uh, a couple of witnesses, starting with Officer Carolyn Edwards, one of the first Capitol Police injured. Officer Edwards spoke strongly about her views on that day. I was an American, standing face to face with other Americans, asking myself how many times, many, many times, how we had gotten here. Well, it's, it's kind of complicated, but it all started at the White House Correspondents' Dinner in 2011 when a black president made fun of a man with a very big ego and a very small penis. <laughs> and then it just kind of moved from there. It just kind of... <laughs> committee also heard from documentarian and men's warehouse spokesman saying, you're gonna be haunted by the way I look. Nick Quested, in the run-up to January 6th, Quested was embedded with the Proud Boys, and his crew captured horrifying footage like this. Freedom! <laughs> Mel Gibson's career has really gone downhill. <laughs> Quested. Quested laid out insider details of the Proud Boys' activities, including what they did just before the riot. We went for lunch. We went for tacos. <laughs> May I remind you, January 6th was a Wednesday. <laughs> Tearing up the Constitution is one thing, but they violated the sanctity of Taco Tuesday. <laughs> then... We went for tacos. We went for tacos. Then Officer Edwards described the Proud Boys' rallying cry. They came up chanting, 
um, F-U-C-K, Antifa. That might be the most shocking testimony of the evening. The Proud Boys can spell? <laughs> and soon after that, soon after that, the night was over. Night one came to a close. After two hours of documentary evidence and testimony, we learned that this insurrectionist conspiracy was, like everything else associated with that last administration, exactly what you thought, but worse than you could have imagined. The next episode drops on Monday morning. And to quote the former president, be there will be wild. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, John Baptiste takes the Colbert questionnaire. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. I think I've mentioned this before on the show. I don't take this job for granted. It's, it's, it's a wonderful occupation. I get to be with all these beautiful people every night. I get, to, I get to talk to incredible guests over here. I get to share the stage with John and this amazing band over here every night. <laughs> yeah. And we get to talk a little bit, John. We get to talk a little yeah. bit, but never enough. Yeah. We you want to come on over time. here and talk some more? Come on over, John. John, we've known each other for uh, bit, 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 seven, eight years now. Yes. I was looking at some photos yes. of the two of us over this last break week that we had yes. together. Back in 2014, when you had um, uh, uh, much less hair yes. and I had much more chin. And, <laughs> and here's the thing is that we, we got to know each other that year before we ever came on the show, yeah. and we have become dear friends Absolutely. in that time period. You, you, you've come to my house. Yes. Yes, we've had some good, good meals and good Many conversations. Many Thanksgiving together with you and your parents, yes. your beautiful wife, yes. Sulaika, and you've come down and stay at our house in South Carolina. Yeah. And, uh... Low country. The low country, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we've shared recipes, and, um, as much as I know you and as much as I love you, there's always more 
to know about someone. That's true. And and yeah. there's just never enough time right here on the stage to do it. So what I'd like to do tonight is something called the Colbert Questionnaire. Jim. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. I don't mean to put you on the spot. I, I'm, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Question number one, John Baptiste, what is the best sandwich? That's a controversial question. That's what we do. I mean, we don't, we're not afraid of these questions on this show. I know, you, you get up in there. I'm, I'm over here, I'm just getting used to that. Uh, I, I have to say it's a hot dog. Okay, wait a, wait a second here. You understand the, 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 the landmine you just set off <laughs> in the sandwich sphere. Because not only, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a delightful uh, snack, meal, Incredible. treat. Multi-purpose. But not everyone accepts it as sandwich. I know, but if you look at it and you see the bread. Yep. And yep. then you see the meat. Yep. In between the bread. Yep. That looked like a sandwich to me. Well, I mean, I normally, I, you know, I normally don't I'm, do follow-ups in the Colbert questionnaire, yes. but, you know, I, I got to follow up that with, uh, then, by that same logic, is a taco a sandwich? A taco? Well, it's a shell. <laughs> Made of flour or True. corn, but... Corn. Uh, mm. Could be corn, could be flour. Go ahead. Well, if, if a taco is a sandwich, then would you call a quesadilla sandwich or any sort of... I'm not the of... one calling a hot dog a sandwich. <laughs> I don't have... I'm asking the questions. We're not getting to know me tonight, sir. I... But if you look at a hot dog... And I frequently do. The question... The question is, what makes it not a sandwich? The fact that the two pieces of bread do not separate. You can eat a hot dog with the bread separate, I assure you. <laughs> it's dangerous, <though. laughs> You it's can dangerous. <laughs> you no. can sometimes. Then it that's happens. a sausage hoagie. It turns into a sausage hoagie if the bread is separated. Or a grinder for those of you in the Philadelphia area. See, I, I'm gonna have to go with the the late great Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg on this one. Who? As, as you said, know, that the hot sandwich. dog is a sandwich. That's true. <laughs> I'm afraid. I want, to tell the, well, I want to warn the affiliates, we might go late tonight. We might go late. Oh, yeah, we got to okay, live. What? We, live. Oh, yeah, yeah. we, we got gotta... to keep moving here. I just, I do, I do want to point out that I would have gone with uh, Shrimp Po' Boy. See? I, no, we're moving on. No, you blew it. I thought it. about... No, no, no. I knew you thought I, about that. I, see, Shrimp Po' Boy, you can't eat that every day or you will surely die. There are many sandwiches that are a slow death sentence. <laughs> have you had a patty melt, my friend? Yes, I have. That is a cry for help. <laughs> we, we must move on. Okay, I'm sorry. all right. I'm sorry. The, the judges are telling me we have to move on. <laughs> What's one thing you own that you should really throw out? Oh, I got a bunch of shoes I should throw. Way too many sneakers. Okay. What's the scariest animal? A roach. <laughs> yeah. Sneaky. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I see. And you're from, you're from the New Orleans area, and they grow them like cattle down oh, there. Oh, yeah. Size of your thumb. They have yes. to have cowboys come in and rope them. You got to wrangle them suckers, and they fly. 
Yeah, especially when you open the cabinet in oh your face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Palmetto bugs. Ugh. Apples or oranges, my friend? Oh, wow. Don't say hot dog. <laughs> oranges. Oranges. All right, all right. Have you ever asked someone for their autograph? I did ask Michelle Obama for her autograph on her book. That's an, that's an autograph. Yeah. Did you get it? Yes. I never, just on a piece of paper, I haven't yeah. done that. That's good enough. That'll oh, do. Yeah. That'll okay. do. What do you think happens when we die? Ooh. Well, I think when we, no one ever really dies. I think our body passes away and our soul meets the creator of all things. And what we've done, the love we've given in this life, all the things that we've done, that lives on forever. So that's why it's important what we do here right now. Because once we're in the next round, still be here for the next generation. What's your favorite action movie? Oh my goodness. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. That you don't it, like that Forrest is, Gump? That is to action movie as hot dog is to sandwich. <laughs> I accept and I move on. Uh, he was running. Up, I understand he was running. <laughs> I'm telling you. You have a very low standard for action. Running. It was action. Sure, he sure. Was going Air for... Bud is an action movie in that case. <laughs> okay, window or aisle? I like the aisle. Because if you're on the aisle, you can get out quicker. If you got to go to the bathroom and, sure. and, you know, you get a little bit of extra space, especially if you're in, 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 the, uh, in the back of the plane, mm. that's your only respite. You got that aisle to stick your leg out because nobody coming back there. Sure. That's a life hack right there. That's the John Baptiste life hack. You see? I like that. That's your podcast, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite smell? Um, see, I've watched these so much. I have. To, I had. I, I didn't think of this one. Petrichor. Oh, that's the the when the rain comes in the heat of the summer. That smell when the that smell of the rain yes, in the summertime. Absolutely. Petrichor. Yeah, that's beautiful. Wow, that's a beautiful word too. Petrichor. It's a uh, Greek. <laughs> Petrus is stone in. Yeah. Ichor is something like uh, the fluid in the veins of the gods. Yeah, the ichor. The, ich the, the demons the, of the gods, ichor. Yeah. yeah. Wow, the blood of I the gods, the stone blood of the gods. Yes. That's nice. Least favorite smell? Ooh, a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> least favorite smell is, is um, um, fear. <laughs> Sting said the same thing. He did. You and Sting have a lot in common, or one thing in common. One thing. <laughs> I, I, what is the most used app on your phone? Uh, probably between the, um, <laughs> the Bible app and Instagram. Nice. I check both every day. <laughs> Cats or dogs? Uh, let's see. Well, I have a lot of great moments with cats that I didn't own. 
but overall, I've had more dogs, so I'm gonna go with dogs. All right. Why, here's a follow-up, rare, rare uh, Colbert question or follow-up. Why in jazz do you complimentary say that cat? Cats have this, this uh, the archetype of the cat is coolness and, and agility, calm under pressure. You gotta be agile to play jazz because you gotta think on your feet. You never know what's coming next. And um, it's like a cool cat. That's a bad cat. The cat can go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, uh, I can dig it, Daddy-O. Hey! <laughs> You only get one song to listen to for the rest of your life. What is it? Ooh. Ooh! That's the hardest question in the whole thing. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, one song. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Jim Nippody, uh, number... Eric Satie? Yes. Wow. That's one you could listen to forever. Or... Um, Lotus Blossom by Billy Strayhorn. Or Reflections in D by Duke Ellington. <laughs> it's it's got to be something that when you're listening to it, you can hear new things, but it's forever, so you're going to hear it all. Uh, so it has to be something that is, is healing you, it's regenerating you, or it's giving you something that's like a, a, a daily bread every time you hear it. So that's what I would pick, one of those kind of... Air on a G string. Uh, sure. Um, woo! This is a hard one. I could go on forever. <laughs> so <laughs> I know we gotta keep going. We, we, we gotta keep moving. But that, I, <laughs> we should put out an album of just the answers. You know what I mean? Okay, what number am I thinking of? Four hundred and twelve. No. <laughs> Describe the rest of your life in five words. Another hall. Uh, trying to change the world. John Baptiste. Hey! Congratulations. You are known. I'm known. And I. These people out here. I, know. I am so glad that I'm so glad you came over. We had a moment to do this yes. because these people don't know, but John is going to be taking the rest of the summer off because he's going to take a little personal time, and as well you should, for yes. all the best reasons. Yes, and I'm indeed. so happy that you're doing that. It's the right thing to do, and we will miss you. But Lewis and the band are going to kill it every night, just like they did when you were out. <laughs> the color purple. Yeah. And. Thanks. Where you at? All right. And you hit those apps every day. Yeah. And you have your daily bread, and we'll see you in September. Absolutely. I love you, John. Love you. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. We are actuaries. 
In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.